0: Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Brown People Problems, a podcast where we chat about situations and circumstances that are unique to brown folks. And for today's episode, we are talking about boundaries. Now it is such a hyped up topic. We hear about boundaries everywhere. So today we're going to talk about not just boundaries, but also five signs that you probably need some boundaries in your life. So if you've heard a lot about boundaries if you're curious about what boundaries are um, and how they can be of help to you then certainly keep listening of course everything that we're going to be talking about today is more of an introduction on the topic of boundaries Um, the things that i'm going to be sharing today are more sort of uh, from my own understanding and my own learning of boundaries that is informed by research and informed by the principles that exist in like the field of mental health and also from the work of nedra Tawab. she is a therapist in the states and a really lovely author on a great book on boundaries and i believe she has a new book on family drama as well so if you're looking for further reading or if you're looking for more of a resource and certainly check out um nedra Tawab's book it's called set boundaries find peace All right, so let's get started with five signs that you need boundaries. Sign number one, you have no time for self-care. Like there's literally just no time in your day. And you often find yourself telling people that that, you know, um, oh, yeah, I couldn't enjoy my weekend. There's just no time. There's so much to do. So sign number one, you feel like you have no time for self-care. Sign number two, you feel overwhelmed with everything. There is a constant feeling of just overwhelm and feeling like you've so much to do and and so much is going on and you're always feeling wired. Either you're feeling really wired or you're feeling just like you've crashed. And often you're just oscillating between those two states. Sign number three, you feel really envious or really resentful of others. So this can look like saying things like um, Oh, you know, how come they get to do what they want and I have to do X, Y and Z. Right. So feeling jealous, envious, resentful of others in your relationships. Sign number four, you're just avoiding things. So that looks like making commitments and not showing up, making commitments and canceling, um, hoping your problem's going to go away. Right. Ghosting, cutting people off, that sort of thing. And sign number five, There's lots and lots of tension and drama in your relationships. So to recap, five signs that we need boundaries. Sign one, we have no time for self-care. We feel overwhelmed with everything. We feel envious and resentful of others. We feel like we're avoiding things and there's lots of drama and tension in our relationships. Now, if any of those sound like you sound like something that you have felt at some point or other in your life, Keep listening because now we're going to break it down a little bit. So let's backtrack for a moment. What are boundaries, right? Let's define them. So if I Google the definition of boundary, according to Google, it's a line that marks the limit of an area, right? So when we talk about boundary, like I'm thinking of like a fence, right? This is this is mine. This is yours. That's a boundary. It's a dividing line that Separates the limits of each area. Similarly, boundaries and relationships, boundaries in life, can are literally just limits, right? There are um, it's a way to communicate your needs, expectations, and limits in a relationship. So three things: needs, expectations, limits in a relationship. You might be thinking, okay, but why do we need boundaries? Boundaries really help us feel safe. In relationships they help us feel comfortable in situations and again they help us know what are our limits right so if there's no dividing line between two people's houses for example two people there's no dividing line between their front yard between their backyards they're not gonna really know where one's backyard ends and the other ones begins there needs to be some sort of a marker it can be similar in relationships Boundaries just looks like the ability to say yes when we want and say no when we want. It looks like us communicating our needs, our expectations, our values to others and that can leave us feeling comfortable, safe, valued, respected in a relationship. If two neighbors don't have a boundary between like in their backyards then I could walk into my neighbor's backyard and that could be upsetting for them, but I don't know that I'm crossing a boundary, right? For me, it's just a shared space. So similarly, in relationships, if we don't communicate our needs and expectations and desires and our limits, then there can be like a lot of crossover. If we look at this in the context of some of those signs that I had talked about, so feeling like you have no time for self-care, often this is a boundary issue Because that means that either we're we're tired because there's no like main reason. It's not like you are exercising so much that you're tired. Chances are if you have boundary issues, you don't even have time for like self-care like that, right? What is actually exhausting is our inability to say no. And our habit of saying yes constantly is what leaves us exhausted. Because we sign up for a lot more than we can handle and we're not able to say no to what we don't want. Or we want to say no, but we don't know how to say no, and we end up prioritizing everybody else over ourselves. A lot of things can inform this, right? We can have like guilt at saying no, fear of saying no, and we'll get into that in a bit. Similarly, when you're feeling overwhelmed with everything, Because you're having a hard time saying no, you are going to be pulled in so many different directions. You're not going to be able to structure your time because now there are going to be competing. um, There are going to be competing priorities, feeling overwhelmed with everything, feel like you have no time for yourself. This can really start to show up like um, difficulty sleeping because you're so probably wired that you're not able to sleep. Or when you are able to sleep, you're not really getting that restful sleep. You know, feeling like there's not enough hours in the day, um, feeling like there's just one thing after another, after another, after another that you need to do or that needs your attention. And so now because we're not setting limits, we're not setting boundaries, when we start to see other people live the kind of life that we want to live, we can start to get resentful. So this can really create feelings of like jealousy, like how come they get to do whatever they want? How come they get to, you know, just go off and live their life? And I have to do all of this. Or how come they just get to after having dinner, go and watch TV and I have to clean up all the dishes, right? Like a very simplistic, but a common um, experience and a common complaint that we hear. Because if you're always doing things for others um, without setting limits, then you are always going to be giving more than you are getting. And that is just naturally bound to feel anybody resentful. And often those of us who, you know, are yes people, we say yes a lot, we don't have boundaries. There ultimately does come a time when you just don't have the resources or the bandwidth to keep up with everything that you've promised or that you've said you'd show up for. And then you have ultimately this situation where you end up disappointing people or you just can't show up. Like you don't have enough energy, you've burned out then we start avoiding things so we don't show up to our commitments we start ghosting people we make plans but we cancel or you know we make excuses for why we can't be there we just like you know hope my problem's gonna go away um start cutting people off maybe ghosting people as well right so we hear that so much in dating situations and perhaps even in other relationships but you know feeling unhappy with what someone said or doing something and then you just decide to ghost them so disappearing on people is really just the ultimate form of avoidance, and so they can also be like a lot of tension and drama in in your relationships so there's two ways that I really kind of see this manifest in people that I work with, but also within, you know, my own life that I've witnessed with others. And when there's so much drama and tension in our lives and in our relationships, this now can spill over onto people that you love. So, for example, if you have a partner, if you're in a marriage, like a partnership, if you are not able to set boundaries say for example with your family it can leak into now how your partner is perceived by your family and your family can project their expectations of you onto your partner right because they can see you as a unit so oh if you are the one who's doing everything for the family for example then it's not a big leap for them to start seeing your partner in the same capacity as well so it can start to deteriorate people's relationships because when people tell me that I don't have time for myself what I'm also really hearing is that, is I don't have time for my relationships I don't have time for my partner I don't have time for my parents I don't have time for my friendships which is why I feel like my friendships have deteriorated I just don't have enough time another way that tension and drama can show up is when we don't have boundaries we tend to overshare when we just meet people right away so Um, you know, maybe people listening know of someone, you know, we all know that one person who tends to overshare things, right? So they meet someone, um, and within like half an hour of knowing them, they've casually mentioned their traumas. They've casually, you know, um, mentioned some of like the more vulnerable, deeper things that most of us would keep on the back burner for another time. And the problem with this is when we don't have boundaries in that sense and what we're kind of sharing with someone right off the bat, that leaves us open for a lot of manipulation. So because we are not going to be able to judge everyone within the first half an hour of whether this person is emotionally safe or whether this person is possibly like manipulative. So you're at the risk of being manipulated, being used and being hurt in the future. So you can kind of see how this creates this. It's this really is like a culmination of so many different factors and so many different layers, but it really becomes like this like self-fulfilling feedback loop, right where we don't know how to set boundaries. Even if we want to, we don't know how to set boundaries, then we give too much, which sets us up for more resentment and envy. Which makes us like more miserable. Which makes us maybe think, okay, I need to give more. If I do more, then people will see how nice I am, or people will see who I am, and it's just such a cycle. But this is this stuff is really easier said than done. Um, Boundaries are really hard to set, and they are, in all fairness, boundaries are Eurocentric concept. So. Brown folks, brown communities, despite, I think, the variation in our cultures, um, in the brown subgroup, boundaries is not a concept that naturally exists for so many of us, right? I'm sure there's families out there, brown families out there, brown groups out there that actually do have really good boundaries. And I, I know several people in my personal life who have great boundaries with their families, um but the larger trend is that boundaries don't exist boundaries can be seen as this, like bad thing right there's just like a lot of enmeshed boundaries and enmeshed boundaries just means you know like my backyard is your backyard your backyard is my backyard we have no boundary right so people are always just like stepping on each other's toes we often see this in the context of for example joint families they are little to no boundaries in, joint, in many joint families. And that can create, that is usually what does create conflict so many of the times, right? There isn't a clear communication of what's okay, what's not okay, what do you need, what do you want, what do they need, what do they want, and that's bound to create chaos. So yes, it is a bit of a Eurocentric concept. Um, however, it can be adapted. <laughs> to fit. Um, It can be adapted to fit, I think, our cultural group as well. So if everything that I've been saying so far has been resonating with you, let's um, think a little bit more about what are some things that keep you from setting boundaries. So there could be, of course, a number of reasons, but there's some really common reasons. Number one is, First of all, not even knowing you need boundaries. So maybe if you've listened to all of these signs and listened to this conversation, some of you may be going, oh, my gosh, this sounds just like me. I need I need boundaries. So sometimes we don't even know we need boundaries. We know something is wrong. Like We're not feeling maybe all that great about how we're living life. We're not feeling all that great about our relationships, but we're not able to pinpoint it to like a lack of boundaries. So that's certainly one piece. Now, you may know that you need boundaries, but what's stopping you is not knowing how to set a boundary because it's a skill, right? It's a skill that takes a lot of practice. So we don't know the know-how around it. Boundaries is a topic that can also evoke a lot of guilt within so many of us. We feel this weird sense of guilt at not being able to prioritize ourselves Over others Um, and it doesn't even have to be over other people I think this is where maybe there can be some like misinformation around boundaries and it's not always a competition between your needs and the other person's needs there can be enough space on the table for everyone's needs but often we don't even value our own needs on the same level as other people's needs if boundaries are an issue for us so feeling guilty at prioritizing yourself as well that's a really big one Um, not knowing when to say no not knowing when to say no can really show up in work right so taking on more than what you can handle Um, it can show up in relationships so you know for a lot of uh, brown girls it looks like not being able to say no to their perhaps like their partners or their parents for something you constantly feel like you have to say yes to everything uh i guess like a little bit more kind of extreme version of this can be people pleasing right people pleasing by definition is really just waving everybody else's flag but your own there's also Nedra Tawab calls it the superhero syndrome and I love the language around that but superhero syndrome can also get in the way of us setting boundaries and superhero syndrome is basically like this idea that I can do it all I can do everything and I wonder if I wonder how much of that is also informed by like the larger hustle culture that we live in right now that we're exposed to as well as just maybe how we have seen maybe our immigrant parents live life and I think there's certainly this pressure to do it all especially for a lot of brown women there's a pressure to be successful in your career pressure to have a family pressure to be a present parent with the family but pressure to also make x amount of money and have like a certain degree and it's just it's a lot and we buy into that by thinking we can do it all and certainly it's possible to do a lot with really great boundaries but when we maybe start buying into this idea that i have to be able to do it all i wonder if if it's just creating unnecessary pressure and burden um, for little reward and the one most important um piece in this is i get folks telling me all the time well i i set a boundary and Nothing happened. Well, there's two parts to setting a boundary. There's the communication of the boundary that, you know, um, uh, I'm sorry, I cannot help you um, build your furniture today. So you've communicated a boundary, but there's also action. That's a second part of the boundary. So you actually following through with the boundary, right? Boundaries are not, it's not enough to just say it. You have to enforce it. You have to reinforce it. You have to hold it strong and you have to follow through with it. Because most of us, when we set boundaries, we think that, okay, I've set a boundary and perfect, I should be good. But more often than not, what happens, especially in our communities, is once you've set a boundary, the boundary gets questioned. The boundary gets poked. The boundary just gets ignored people start testing your limits right so you get responses like oh why why can't you help me build my furniture why can't you help me do you think you could help me two days from now right there isn't so much of a respect of the boundaries and because we get that pushback we drop our boundaries we just dissolve let them dissolve and we don't reinforce them so not following through with action of the communication of the boundary is a really, really big one as well. Now we can certainly talk a lot about what it looks like to set a boundary. And um, we can go a lot more into detail with this. So if you want to hear more on this, definitely, definitely let me know your thoughts. Um, And I can make a subsequent, and I'd be happy to share a subsequent episode on this topic, Um, but essentially, you know, The art of boundary setting is also this art of assertiveness to be able to say no to what you don't want and to be able to ask for what you want, right? So it can look like, um, you know, I'm not able to help you uh, build your furniture. However, I can be available next week to help you with X, Y, and Z, right? Or it can look like I'm not able to help you build your furniture. However, if there's anything else that you need, three weeks from now, that's when I anticipate having more time, I'd be happy to support, right? So it requires an art of assertiveness and being succinct with what we're saying um, and not over explaining or oversharing. So as we talk about this today, let me know which signs resonate the most with you um, and what you find holds you back from setting boundaries Or, or if you do set boundaries, what generally has your experience been like Uh, because the guilt and the pushback that we get from others these are the two main things that i notice stop people from setting boundaries or letting go of the boundaries that they have set another thing that has folks feeling weird about setting boundaries um can be this belief that setting boundaries is rude or it's it's wrong you're being rude if that's something that's coming up for you, you know, first of all, boundaries are not rude. There is a way to be firm, yet also polite. Um, and if they feel like they are rude, I'd be curious to know where where you learned that setting boundaries is rude. Like, who have you seen maybe set boundaries um, in a way that maybe perhaps was rude or where have you seen this type of behavior that you would call rude at setting boundaries where have you learned this if we can be a little bit curious about where our beliefs about boundaries come from then i think that can then that can help us be better equipped to set our own boundaries and develop our own relationship with boundaries again if you want to know more about this topic i will certainly leave nedra tawab's book linked in the description of this episode check it out and let me know your thoughts what comes up for you as we talk about boundaries and we can certainly talk about it again but that's it for this week's episode hopefully this was something that maybe provided a little bit more clarity for you in terms of boundaries it's a hot topic we hear about it all the time it's a very insta hot topic Hopefully this provides a little bit more clarity for you and gets you thinking a little bit about boundaries. You don't have to start setting boundaries right away if you think there's more work there for you, but just uh, familiarizing yourself with the topic, perhaps a little bit more. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much to everyone who is a recurring visitor and who joins me every single week for a new episode Um, you are really appreciated and if you want to share your thoughts with me again you can share them in the comment section if you're watching this video or if you're on the podcasting platforms there is a there is a little Q&A tab for you or you can just hit the contact button on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on and you can reach out to me so I really appreciate you joining me today thank you so much for being here I really appreciate your presence I'll see you in my next one and stay tuned for our disclaimer. The guest and the host at Brown People Problems do not offer individualized therapeutic or medical advice and our conversations should not be interpreted as such. This podcast is not a replacement for therapy. This podcast exists for educational purposes only. Please consider your circumstances and engage with the content mindfully.